Hey everybody, Bob WP back with WooBits. We've had a bit of a break from WooBits. Was over in Porto, Portugal, a WordCamp Europe. Just got back and I wanted to do both a recap on WordCamp Europe and a little bit of post WordCamp and why I spent two weeks in Porto. Before I get into that, thank our pod friend for this particular WooBits, Nexus. Level up your e-commerce hosting with game-changing tools that keep your business on track with WooCommerce automated testing, sales performance monitor, and plug-in performance at nexus.net. So as I was saying, this is all about WordCamp Europe. We were a media partner of WordCamp Europe, which I announced earlier. I did all the obligations that were required of being a media partner. Now, interestingly enough, this stuff I would have done anyway, because that's just kind of how I do word camps. I like to talk about them, tweet about them, write about them, whatever I do. It's an experience and you got to share it. Now, we did arrive in Porto a few days before it even started, or the actual event, I should say. Judy and I were able to enjoy the very first full day getting a feel of Porto. And needless to say, we fell in love with it at first sight. Also, pre-WordCamp Europe brought some very special WordPress moments for me. We had several different get-togethers, functions going on. Had a nice little lunch with, you know, both Jonathan Wold and Ana Maria Radu, both co-hosts. They put on a nice little lunch, invited a few people, and it was a great kickoff to just uh, sit back, um, have some good food and good conversation. Then I also did one of two official WordCamp-related cruises. The very first one was a small group where we cruised on a yacht down the Duro River Valley. And it was four hours in total, two hours down a ways, two hours back. And it was organized by SoCal, which is a WooCommerce agency in, I believe they're up in the UK. And Mitch, who is a co-founder and CEO of SoCal, has been on the podcast. And I'm trying to compare, you know, the podcast experience to the four-hour cruise. Well, sorry, Mitch, the four-hour cruise kind of wins over it. It was It was amazing. Just some good food conversations. Really a great kickback uh, preclude to WordCamp Europe. The second cruise was actually a bit bigger, a bit more party down type cruise by Page Lee. It was a two hour cruise. Sounds like Gilgis Island, but wasn't such as that. Anyway, yeah, we had, I don't know, they probably had a couple hundred people, 150, 200 people on the boat. And it was wonderful because this was really the first time I saw a rather large group of people that I hadn't either ever met in person that I've known for years or that I just hadn't seen for several years because of the situation with live events these days. But it was it was a blast. And that was followed by a dinner later that evening with Stellar WP and again, a group of people where 
conversation, laughter, and some serious WordPress goodness. I sat next to Nathan from WP Builds, and man, we had more laughs than we can even handle. Uh, was able to spend some time with him off and on, and uh, that that was really special. So this all happened before WordCamp Europe even officially started. The night before the event, there was a, and this was the same night that Stellar WP had their event. Right before that, there was a networking event for all the speakers, sponsors, partners, organizers, and volunteers for WordCamp Europe. And again, wonderful. It was on a terminal that kind of jetted out into the Atlantic Ocean. Great scenery, great, again, conversation. It was a blast. Then we led up to WordCamp Europe, the actual event two days. I did not go to Contributor Day. That day I was cruising on the river with SoCal. I hate to admit it, but that's what I was doing. But as much as I'd like to go into every detail of the two days of WordCamp Europe, I think, first of all, I probably would miss a lot of things. I wouldn't remember everything that happened. And also that would obviously take way too much time. But I will say that WordCamp Europe, this was my first WordCamp Europe, and it was probably one of the most amazing WordCamps I've been to in 13 years of going to WordCamps. Not to say that the others weren't amazing, but I think the added diversity from everyone around Europe and even beyond, all the skills they brought, all the conversations, it was incredible. And that is what really topped it off was the people, as always. But as I mentioned earlier, there were so many people that I had never, ever seen in person, but had known for years. So that was extra special. And as with any WordCamp, if you go to WordCamps, you always know that you miss connecting with certain people that you really wanted to or had good intentions of connecting with. But that's the way of WordCamps. And there's always another time. In fact, Next year, WordCamp Europe will be in Athens, and I have this sneaking suspicion that Judy and I will be going to that as well. Also at WordCamp, I let a lot of people take over the podcast, which was fun. It's kind of what I do with Do The Woo and the whole nature of how Do The Woo runs. I would get two, three people, basically push the record button and let them have at it. I didn't sit around and monitor what they were talking about. I said, talk about WordPress, WooCommerce, uh, WordCamp Europe. So got several podcasts put together that way. And you'll be hearing those podcasts coming out over the next, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks or so. But there's a lot of good stuff in there and a lot of great information, a lot of cool people. So you can look forward to that. Now with technology comes challenges. And again, I learned some lessons and I could go on a lot about that right now, what to do and what not to do when making your podcast mobile. Well, maybe somebody out there has a podcast if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, that would be an interesting subject for my listeners. Um, I'm more than willing to come on and talk about it uh, if it if it fits with your uh, content. If not, no big deal. But in a nutshell... I had issues with my soundboard, an SD card that records all of that. And two things happened was 
it basically kind of crapped out on me uh, the second afternoon, which was a bummer because I finally got several other people lined up for podcasts that we just didn't get to because we couldn't get a new one formatted. And that was very stressful. The other part of that is that I'll just point out is that since the SD card said it was damaged, I was not able to transfer things over because of my limitations of technology and what I had with me, even though I had a lot with me. I had to just wait till I got back here in the office to see if the podcasts we had recorded were able to be pulled off and they had survived. So it was a bit stressful thinking about that. I tried not to think about it too much. Got home, was able to do it. So you'll be able to enjoy the ones I did get recorded. Now I could go on and on, like I said in the beginning about those two days, but I wanted to shift over into some post-WordCamp Europe, only because of our unexpected stay in Porto. The day after Judy and I were planning three days to celebrate our anniversary, we got one day in, but then I tested positive for COVID. Now, I don't want to make this about COVID or anything around it. We don't need to talk about that. But I want you to know that this was a choice I made to attend WordCamp Europe, and that is that. What I do want to talk about was because of the rules they have in place with the health department in Portugal, I had to isolate for seven days, which meant the hotel I was staying at, I had to basically stay in the room 24 hours a day in the room. Judy was able to fly out still because she was negative. So she flew out that Wednesday after I tested positive on Monday and I spent the remaining time in the room. So I was in there seven days. I mean, fortunately, it was a great hotel, wonderful staff. They took care of me, room service, all that good stuff. But I was alone in this room, me and my thoughts. Now, I don't recommend getting COVID to do this, but I will say that it did turn out to be a rather enlightening experience. It was interesting, amazing, and even... There was a point where I thought, wow, this is a bit boring, but I always seem to find a way to entertain myself. Now, in the beginning, the first few days of it, I was a little tired, didn't do a lot of work, uh, kind of poked at it here and there, watched a lot of reruns of CSI, and uh, tuned into a few other older movies I came across. And that, that was pretty cool. You know, I, I don't think I've ever watched on my CSI ever. I don't even know if I'd watched that much of it or even one show before. Anyway, got a little interested in that. And then most of the time, or I should say, or I should say the rest of the time I spent sitting and thinking, now this isn't a bad thing to do, just to contemplate and to kind of let your mind wander and think about things. Uh, part of that was on a small balcony my room had. And when I talk about small balcony, yes, it is a small balcony because there was nowhere to actually put a chair. It was just really enough room to kind of stand comfortably and gaze out on what was below me and Porto. Now, I'd go out there sometimes a few minutes, other times longer. I'd watch people or just get lost in my own thoughts. But it was nice, fresh air, and it really did me good. And on another note, I should mention that thanks to modern technology. I was able to text Judy a lot. We did some FaceTime. And also there was a lot of great WordPress buddies, friends, constantly checking in on me. We had Slack conversations a lot through post status Slack. 
And they kind of kept me sane with laughter, craziness, and just kind of checking in on me and always offering to help, especially for some of them that were still in the area. So that was incredibly awesome. So what the heck does this all have to do with Do The Woo, WooCommerce, WordCamp, or, you know, my seven days of isolation? Now, as I said, most of the time I was not working because my brain was, well, you know, I was just tired. Didn't really feel like doing a lot of work. But eventually when I did start feeling better, I was able to start working on something I'd wanted to do, and that was delete all the tutorials on Do The Woo, those ones I moved over from Bob WP. And the reason I did that is I felt like one is they were starting to get old. I had no desire to update them. Two, it just felt like it was pulling the focus away from what Do The Woo is. Do The Woo is not about tutorials and showing you what plugin to use. It's about the builder community. It's about the people behind those plugins. So that was my thing to do. And I basically deleted and redirected about 160 posts. Also during that same time, it gave me a chance to think about the next phase of Do The Woo, which has been set in place for a little while now. It's been mulling around in my head. And that gave me more time to even think about it more and kind of plan out some strategies, some stuff I'm going to be doing in the next closer few months. And then, of course, over several months, probably up to a year, uh, some of the stuff we'll be doing to expand and even make the community of Do The Woo more powerful, and more diverse. In fact, if you know me, and what I've just told you about these seven days, you might find it a bit frightening to think of being locked up in Bob's head for that amount of time. Nevertheless, I survived, and I don't regret any of it. So, some exciting stuff will start to transpire over the next several months on Do The Woo. Now, just two more things before I go. I do have to swing back around to WordCamp Europe and thank the organizers, volunteers, speakers, and sponsors for making WordCamp Europe such a great event. Obviously, hours, days, weeks, months have been put into this, and even the communication that they shared publicly leading up to the event was amazing. So if any of you are part of that team that made it happen Kudos to you. Thank you. It was an incredible event and I appreciate and I appreciate the fact that I was able to be part of it as an attendee. And then on a side note, I'm going to give you a little personal tease. Now, this has nothing to do with WordPress or WooCommerce. I'm starting a new podcast with somebody in the WordPress space. And like I said, we're not we're not talking about WordPress. It's going to be a completely different podcast. Humor, laughter, comedy, craziness, lots of fun, totally personal. I'm being a bit vague, but we're fine-tuning things and hoping uh, maybe in a couple weeks we'll be actually getting it out there in the wild. So keep your eyes open for that, and I I have a feeling it's going to be quite fun. And if you'd like to see some of my photos, I didn't put them all together on the post or in the show notes, of the podcast you can just go to at do the woo on twitter go into my profile and look at some of the photos and you'll see quite a few of them there's several that i took scenic more or less type of photos that i didn't post but i'm thinking of submitting some of them to the uh, wordpress photo directory 
which I think would be kind of cool. Find some good ones there. So that's it. Again, like to thank Nexus for their support. Do check them out for your e-commerce hosting, or I should say WooCommerce hosting solution at nexus.net. And we are back on track. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.